0: Jeez. Recorded live. And the was over. And are standing here only because. Away. When our backs were against the wall And it looked as if it was over You, you made a way And we're standing here Only because you made You moved mountains you cause walls to fall with your power. You perform miracles. There is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing here only because Thank you, you may a way. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You move mountains, hallelujah, you cause walls to fall with your power, perform miracles. There is nothing that's impossible, and we're standing here only because you
1: may made Amen. Bless your name, Jesus. Pray. Hallelujah. One of the things is human, He is our Hallelujah. way. The Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father God, in the precious Hallelujah. holy name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we thank you for everything you've done to us, through us, and for us. We thank you, thank you for what you've created. Thank you. thank you for your people all over the world. We, we appreciate you, we adore you, we magnify you, we glorify you, and we exalt you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for protecting us from all hurt, harm, and danger. Lord, we pray that you will keep protecting us, help us to do better at work or at school or anywhere. Help us, and help us with all of our problems. Lord, we ask for your will to be done in the name of Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and our Savior, our strength and our Redeemer, our guide and protector. Amen.
0: Praise God. God bless you, children of God. We do.
2: Greet each one of you in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, who is our strength, our Redeemer, our very present help in a time of trouble. One thing the Lord has in my spirit to share with you all, He is our. Waymaker. One thing the Lord is sharing with me now. Because all of us go through trials. All of us go through hardships. All of us go through difficulties. But keep this in mind, child of God. that situation That you are passing through, or have passed through, or will pass through, is never bigger than the God that is in you. The situation, circumstance, trial, tribulation, hardship, it is never bigger than the God that is in you. I pray that those words. Bring comfort to someone today because sometimes things can seem very difficult. Sometimes things can seem impossible. You know, but whatever it is we're going through is not bigger than the God that is in us. That bill that needs to be paid is not bigger than the God that's in you. That trial in your marriage, in your finances, it's not bigger than the God that is in you. So we thank God today for blessing us with a presence that is bigger and greater than anything that we pass through. My spirit is going to the disciples and how so many times the Lord had to show himself bigger than what they were going through. And I want to prophesy to you, child of God, the God that we serve will show himself bigger Than what we are passing through. He's done it in my life. And I'm trusting. You know he has done it in your life. And he will do it again. Jesus. With his disciples. So many times. They found themselves. In difficult situations. And I'm hearing God speak now. God says, Robert, there were difficult situations for them. But God says, Robert, they were not difficult situations for me. Disciples on one occasion were riding with Jesus to the other side of the lake. Jesus told his disciples, let's go to the other side of the lake, but he never told them that a furious storm was going to come up. You know, a lot of times God won't tell us everything that we're going to go through in our journey with him, but he still wants you and I to keep the faith. In spite of what we passed through, he all Jesus said to his disciples was, let's go to the other side of the lake, knowing full well that a furious storm was going to come up on the lake. And it did. Bible says that as this furious storm came up, the disciples were in a panic. They were running around on the ship, claiming that they were going to drown, claiming that they were going to die, saying all sorts of things that the Lord did not tell them to say and and did not sanction them saying. Finally, they went downstairs and woke Jesus up. Who was asleep on a cushion. The Bible says that Jesus got up. Went up on board and rebuked the winds. And the waves. Now this was not. He did not just rebuke a demon that was speaking in a man's life. But Jesus showing that he had complete power over the forces of nature, not just spirits. But our Lord and Savior has power over everything. I pray you get that down, those of you that are taking notes. Our Lord and Savior has power and since he has power over everything, and the Lord is speaking in my spirit again. He says, Robert, you all need to understand that because you all are part of me and through me, you have power over everything. I want to encourage you, child of God, whatever you can think of, whatever you can imagine, whatever comes up in your mind, know That because we are connected with the Lord of Lords, King of Kings, because we are members of his body, united by his spirit and by his power, we too have power over it. Jesus got up, went upstairs. Disciples were in a panic, and sometimes we, we too, we do much the same. In other words, these disciples did not realize who they had on board with them. And God says, sometimes you all don't realize, as my children, as my people, who you have on board with you. I want to encourage you this morning, child of God. You have Jesus. We have Jesus on board with us. Jesus got up, rebuked the winds. I'm here to let you to know that the Jesus in you can rebuke the winds. The Jesus in you can rebuke the waves. The Jesus in you can rebuke that situation on your job, that situation in your Marriage, that situation in your finances, the Jesus in you, in me, is just as powerful as the Jesus that was on board with those disciples. Bible says Jesus got up, rebuked the wind now, and the waves. Now, now the Lord is dealing with me on that in my spirit. I never thought about this, and I thank you, Lord. I, this is why I love for us to come together and worship like this, because God will give me some revelations that He He doesn't give me normally when I'm just sitting around or looking around, but because God wants to talk to His people, you all are His people. He will provide me with some things that I had never even seen before. The Lord is dealing with me on something now. I've been preaching this for over 30 years, and I never saw this before. Jesus got up and rebuked the what? Wind Wind. and the waves. waves. The wind and the Waves. waves. The waves were caused by the wind. So not only did Jesus rebuke the problem that they were experiencing, which is the waves were nearly swamping the boat. That was what it was all about. They thought they were going to drown because the waves were swamping the boat. Jesus rebuked the wind and the waves. Jesus will rebuke your problem, And he will rebuke the, come on, children of God, talk to me, the cause of your problem. It's one thing for your problem to be rebuked. But if the cause is not dealt with, you can have that problem what? Again and again and again. The God that we serve has power not only over our problem. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you today, Father. But God said, Robert, I got power over the cause of your problem. Whatever you are going through, whatever your problem, whatever your situation, child of God, the God that we serve has power over it. And because we are connected with him, because he is alive in us, We, too, have power over our problems. So, children of God, God does not want to hear us complaining about our problems. Because what God knows, God says, Robert, I've given you all power. I've given you all power. So I want to encourage as many as are under the sound of my voice. Remember who you are. Remember what you carry. A lot of times our problem continues to be our problem because we allow it. To be our problem. God says I've given you power over it. Now if you take the necessary steps. And do the necessary things. You will get victory over that. Now. Um, what the Lord is now placing in my spirit. Is a revelation that I just got. Recently. I have a friend of mine that experienced um, a traumatic situation with his leg. Um, And he's been dealing with this situation for a couple of years. I've been dealing with rehabilitation of this stroke for a little over a year. He contacted me a couple of days ago and I asked him how he was recovering from the situation that happened with his leg. And he You know, I could tell he was not very happy with the recuperation process. He told me his leg was still a little weak and he was having some problems with it. And I told him, I said, well, man, I said, what you've got to do is you've got to strengthen that leg. It's been two years. There has been atrophy, which means that there's been a wasting away and a weakening of muscles. I said, whatever you are having problems with, with that leg, I said, that needs to be an exercise for you. Now, I'm, I'm telling him, I'm giving him sound instruction. He said, oh, okay. Pastor, it was like a light Had turned on to him. I said, if you're having problems going up the stairs, I said, then you need to make going up the stairs an exercise. Whatever you are having problems with. Now, the reality is, we need to do that as Christians. Whatever we are having problems with, that needs to be an exercise for us. Because how else will we strengthen? our weaknesses if we don't exercise in those areas. Well, I'm just sharing this with him, sharing this with him. He he was like, you know, pastor, oh, that, that has really been a blessing to me. You know, that has shined some light on so many things. And, and he he planned to do that. Well, to make a long story short, children of God, I took, that very advice, because there had been things that I had been struggling with and, and, and things that I was not able to do well. And I began to make that an exercise for me. And immediately I was able to see some improvement in some areas, you know, I had my right wrist had been kind of weak, and I began to do exercises with my weights to, to strengthen it. And after a couple of days of doing those exercises, I'm, I'm finding and experiencing so much of a difference. You say, Apostle, what are you letting us to know? Listen to me, children of God. The same word that we are preaching, the same word that we are teaching, that is good for the body of Christ, because we are members of the body of Christ. Come on, somebody. Talk to me. That same word is good for us. In other words, children of God. That same advice that I gave my friend that was a blessing and a benefit to him, it turned out when I put it into practice in my own life, it was a blessing and a benefit in my life. My prayer for every one of us is not only that we will preach and teach and give good advice to others. Come on, children of God. But that we will take that same good advice that we have given to others and apply it in our own life, that the body of Christ may be edified. See, when you talk about the body of Christ being edified, you're talking about the body of Christ being built up. Now, watch this, children of God. God wants us constantly edifying the body of Christ. Now, there are so many different ways that this can be done. But think of the body of Christ as a wall. Basically, We have one or two things that we can do to a wall. We can either build it up, come on, children, one of the saints said, or tear it down. Every one of you, every one of us, is doing one or two things with the body of Christ. You are either working to build it up, or you are working to. To tear it down. Now, God is not pleased with those who are working to tear it down. He wants us as His co workers. Did you know you are a co worker of God? As a child of God, you and I are co workers with God. God is not going to do everything in Christianity, God is not going to do everything in our lives. You know, There is a part that God is going to play, but then there is a part that we are to play. We are his co-workers. Now, you look at a wall in the natural. You know, we've got walls out here, you know, built around the church and different things. Well, you can strengthen one brick in a wall. Because a wall is made of what? Bricks. We're talking about a brick wall. If you strengthen one brick, guess what you have done? You have strengthened the wall. You say, Apostle, how? Because that one brick is now strengthened. And since it is a part of the wall as a whole, the wall as a whole has been strengthened. You say, Apostle, what does that mean to me? That means to me, that means to, to you and I. That if we strengthen one Christian, if we strengthen ourselves, we have strengthened the church. Why? Because the church is made up of us. We are the bricks of the wall, which is the church. So if we get stronger as children of God, I used to liken it. I used to liken it to my basketball teams. You know, I would tell my basketball players when the season was over, you know, they would go out and play recreation ball. They would go out and play one-on-ones or two-on-twos. I said, look, I said, wherever you all go, try to work together, try to play together, you know, because if you two right here get stronger in basketball, by playing together, you have strengthened the team. If you three, playing three-on-three, three, go out and get better and get stronger, you will strengthen the team. So we did many activities as basketball players. My players would, would go and play in recreation leagues, and sometimes two of them will be together, sometimes four of them, sometimes six, and they would get strengthened and what it would do is strengthen the team. Well, as children of God, the Bible, Jesus said that where two or what, three are gathered together in my name, I am in the midst. Uh, if you have a Bible study with just you and your coworker, you are strengthening the church. If you and your prayer group are studying the word of God and getting revelation and insight and sharing them With one another and to one another, you are strengthening the church as children of God, as members of the church. If we get strengthened individually, if we get strengthened, two or three of us, if we get strengthened, two or three thousand of us, we are strengthening. Come on, children of God. The church, the body of Christ. Remember. We are the body of Christ. Now, just like these natural bodies, you know, sometimes in my rehabilitation process, I will work on my arms. I will take little dumbbells and just strengthen and work on my arms. I'm strengthening the body because the arms are a part of my body. Sometimes I'll do exercises with my legs. I'm strengthening the body. Because legs are a part of the body. So, as we strengthen the individual parts of a thing, we are strengthening the whole of a thing. Praise the living God. All right, children of God, let's look at something briefly here. Let's see what
0: the Lord has in store for us. We're going to take a look at the book of Proverbs. Chapter 27,
2: verse 19. Proverbs, chapter 27, verse 19. From the New International Version. Our scripture reads, As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Once again, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. We are continuing our theme this morning. How do you look? How do you look? Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for everything that you do. You have told us in your word that every good and perfect gift comes from above. We thank you, Father, for the good and perfect gifts in our lives. Those that we are aware of, the many that we are not aware of. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory. You, Heavenly Father, alone are good. We even thank you, Father, for the things that we don't understand. That you are working together for our good. Help us to love you even more. Heavenly Father, help us to be even more called according to your purpose. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for being who you are, for doing what you do. You know what each of us needs before we even ask you. That does not just apply For material things. You know what trials. We need. You know what tests. We need. You know what hardships. What humbling experiences. You know what we need. For our character. To be developed. Into the character. Of Jesus Christ. Thank you today. Heavenly Father. I pray that as. Many of your people that are tuning in around the world or even those that are hearing this broadcast at a later date. Let something be said that will bless your people, that will edify us, that will take us higher and further in your will, your good, perfect, pleasing will. Let your name be glorified, Father. Speak to us, through us, and for us. Let your good, pleasing, and perfect will be manifest throughout creation. Do these things for us, Heavenly Father. We will be very careful to continue to give your name glory, the honor, and the praise. Forgive us of our sins, which we have grievously committed against you. And we humbly ask, Father, that as you led and guided the people of Israel, a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night, we ask that you lead us, Father, to the place that you have prepared for us since before the foundations of the earth. These and all other blessings we ask and count done in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, our strength and our Redeemer. Let God's people say amen. How do you look? We spoke on yesterday. On how most of us are concerned with how we look physically. Here in the United States, billions of dollars are spent each year on products to beautify. Our physical appearance, nice clothes, nice glasses, dental work, soaps, creams, shampoos, accessories. We are very concerned, most of us, with how we look, what? Physically. But God is more concerned with how we look spiritually. And I submit to you today, child of God, spend more time, be more concerned with how you look spiritually than how you look physically. How we look physically is going to fade no matter what we do, no matter what we try to do. As these physical bodies that we are in are going back to the dust of the earth. But how we look spiritually will remain intact. I submit to you my prayer for every one of us is that we will focus in and concern ourselves with how we look to God spiritually. As we look at Proverbs chapter 27 verse 19 The scripture lets us to know that there are devices that will reveal to us how we look physically I mean water is just one of many devices We can look in water and get a reflection of our physical appearance. We can look in a mirror and get a reflection of our physical appearance. We can snap a picture and get a reflection or see how we are looking physically. There are so many avenues that we can gauge how we look, what? Physically. But God, in his infinite wisdom, has also made some things available so that you and I can also gauge how we look spiritually. We thank you today, Heavenly Father. God has given you and I ways that we can see how we are looking spiritually. Water is just one of many vehicles to show how we look physically, water, mirror, pictures, uh, what else can we use? So many things. But God says, your life reflects how you are spiritually. Your life and in our lives there are so many different dimensions. So many different things. Some years ago, I was communing with the Lord and he shared with me to share with you all where our behavior comes from. And he gave me, he used to give me so many diagrams of things that could be shown right so people could see to understand spiritual concepts. But the Lord said, where where our behavior comes from? And he took me through five steps. And just, you know, if you are taking notes, you can draw five steps going up just like you walk up steps. And on every step, there was a different component that expressed where our behavior comes from. In other words, there's a reason and reasons why we do like we do. The first thing the Lord dealt with me on was imaginations. Now, the Bible says in one portion, I cannot remember what book it is now, but it says, let us cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into subjection every thought to the obedience of Christ. God dealt with me well on imaginations. Let us cast down imaginations. Now, you say, Apostle What are imaginations? Imaginations are mental pictures. Every one of us has what? Mental pictures. Pictures Pictures that come in our minds regarding our finances, regarding our health, regarding our marriages, regarding our, our ministries. We have mental pictures. And God says, Robert, you need to understand that the mental pictures that you all have in your mind, what you are seeing, what I am seeing in our mind are either from God or from the devil. Yes. God says, cast down imaginations, not all imaginations, but what God is saying to you and I is any mental picture that we are getting that is we know is not from God. We have a responsibility and and an instruction, a command to cast it down. Some of you under the sound of my voice, some of us have problems because of allowing the wrong imaginations. My prayer for you, child of God, from today, we will cast down any imagination that is not from, that is not like, that is not in keeping with the good of God. Every one of us has a responsibility. Every one of us has been commanded by God. Now, if we don't, Cast down imaginations that are not from God, they will grow. The reason why God wants us to cast them down because this is the the root of the plan. Wrong imaginations end up if they are not cast down, they end up turning into the wrong actions and the wrong behavior. They grow. Just like a weed. A weed at some point has to be planted. If the weed seed was never planted, the weed would never grow in your garden or in your yard. Some of you, under the sound of my voice, you are being blessed today and your life will not be the same because of this revelation that is going forth. Some of you have been feeling bad and thinking bad and imagining bad because of the the wrong imagination. That you have allowed to remain in your mind. Do not conform any longer, but be ye to the pattern of of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your what? Come on. Minds. A lot of it is in your mind. Some of you feel like you're on love. In your mind. Some of you feel like you can't get that promotion. In your mind. Some of you feel like you can't in your mind. It's in your mind. And just because it is in your mind or my mind, that does not make it reality. That does not make it true. And I want to encourage every one of us under the sound of my voice, don't focus so much in on what's in your mind. Focus in on what's in God's mind. Somebody's being blessed today. Somebody's being blessed today. Somebody's being edified today. Where our behavior, what, comes from? Imaginations. People that do great things, it's because way back somewhere, they imagined great things. And they allowed it to grow and allowed it to grow and allowed it to grow until it grew into a great physical thing. Way back in the spiritual realm was a Great thing they saw in their mind that grew and grew and grew until a great thing manifested. May you, child of God, may only the great imaginations that you are having, that I am having, flourish and grow in our lives, in our ministries, in our marriages, in our finances, in our in our community. Only the great imaginations. Because God has told us what to do with the rest of the imaginations. What? Cast down. Something crazy is coming up in your mind. Cast it down. Something wrong is coming up in your mind. God said, cast, cast it down. Something foolish, something silly, something nonsensical. Cast, cast it down. Cast down imagination. So the first step in where our behavior comes from is our what? Imaginations. imaginations. Now. If we don't cast it down, let's say we don't, let's say it's the wrong imagination and we don't cast it down or it's the right imagination and we don't cast it down. Because some of us are casting down the right imaginations. God has shown us a mental picture that he wants us to do, and we cast that down. Some of us have cast down the right imagination and 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 allowed to grow the what the wrong imagination. I pray today for you that it, for us that we change it in the name of Jesus, that we cast down the wrong imaginations, and that we allow to grow and to flourish the what? Right imaginations. When imaginations are not cast down, right or wrong, they become thoughts. Thoughts. The second step is thoughts. Thoughts are moving mental pictures. They are given to you and I by either God or the devil. What you are thinking right now, what I am thinking right now, they're they're mental pictures. We see them in our mind, either God or the adversary. My prayer for you. My prayer for us is that we will monitor and be more careful with our thoughts, with our thoughts. You know, one of the things, Lord, is flashing this in my spirit now. Since I've had this health challenge, that's all I would call this a challenge, I do walking every day. And one of the things that has happened to me is that when I get stressed, worried or nervous or upset, my body will react and my right leg, when I'm walking, will begin to turn inward and I will almost fall down. But what I have to do is I have to relax myself. I have to allow myself to relax in order for my leg to remain straight you say apostle how does that reply apply to me well my brother and my sister you know some of us need to relax ourselves relax ourselves god does not want us worried god does not want us nervous god and i've had to learn relax Relax. And I want to encourage some of you under the sound of my voice. Relax. And know that our God has everything, what? Under control. Thoughts. So, we have a responsibility, children of God, to make sure our thoughts are Right right thoughts are from God, wrong thoughts are from the devil. come on, let's wrap this up our time is our time is gone. Um third step now, if thoughts or the wrong thoughts are not cast down, they will turn to what actions actions. this is why. We sometimes do the wrong thing because we thought the wrong thing. We imagined the wrong thing. We didn't cast it down. And it turned from a thought into an action. We want the right thoughts to turn into the right actions because the wrong thoughts, what? Will turn into the wrong actions. Well, come on. We're going we're gonna to move on forward because of time. Now, even in action, If it's the wrong action, maybe we performed it once, maybe we did it once and then stopped, didn't plan to do it anymore. That's more of a mistake. But when the wrong actions are not dealt with properly, they become what? Habits. Habits are regularly performed actions. Actions are performed thoughts. It's a performed thought, but when it becomes a habit, then it is a regular performed thought. The difference between an action and a habit, an action you might just do once, but a habit you and I do over
0: and over again. Now part of our growth as children of God
2: is dealing with all of these components imaginations thoughts actions habit because all of these things make up our behavior behavior and and our responsibility as children of God is to constantly, and what the Lord is flashing in my spirit now, we've got a number of cars here in the ministry. We've got about four cars. And there is constantly something that needs to be done. We've got one car that is in the shop today. We had another car that we recently had to get some work done to the battery and work done to the fuel filter. Another car that needs to be, uh, the the suspension system needs to be checked. And fixed. But when you've got a number of cars, you've got a number of problems because there are constantly things that need to be done. Well, the Lord is flashing in my spirit that just as we have to constantly uh, take care of maintenance on these cars, we have to constantly take care of maintenance of our being as children of God, of ourself. There's constantly something we need to be getting fixed, constantly something in ourselves that needs to be straightened out that needs to be worked on. My encouragement to you, child of God, may you work on yourself. May we work on ourselves. Very what? Well, behavior. Everything about us. Your behavior, my behavior, is everything about us. How we talk, how we walk, how we think, how we process, Everything about us. God is examining. God is judging. God is concerned about. So since God is concerned and evaluating and judging everything about us, we too must be concerned. Evaluating and judging everything about us. What we eat part of our behavior. How we talk to our husband, how we talk to our wife, part of our behavior. How we think about our parents, how we think about our kids, it's part of our behavior. God is looking at everything. And the Lord is showing me something now. Uh, This was very good, a show that I like watching on television. I was watching it late in the night last night. There was a lawyer that was trying to get a wrongly convicted man out of prison. Another man had actually done the crime. They got him and locked him up for it. But the legal system and some of the authorities were not too concerned about getting the first man out of prison who was locked up. For the crime. And this lawyer did something that was very ingenious. What he did, he went into before the judges and he had written on a piece of paper the schedule of this man that was wrongly. Convicted for the crime, you know, six o'clock in the morning, you have to wake up 630 breakfast, seven o'clock prison count seven, uh, you know, and he he went over the his schedule, the, the man's schedule. And he told the judges, he said, look, he said, in essence, and I'm paraphrasing, this is this gentleman's schedule for today. And he had all of these boxes on along with him. And he said, and this will be his schedule for the next five years. And a box was filled up with papers. And he began to throw the big stacks of papers down on the ground. He said, this will be his schedule for the next 10 years. And he pulled out another box filled with papers and he began to throw the stacks down. He said, this will be his schedule for the next 15 years. And he had another box filled. And he had, this will be his schedule for the, and he had all these boxes filled with paper. And it showed us and the courts of how this wrongful conviction was going to affect this man's life, and it really, con- it, you know, it really opened the eyes of those who were uh, had the power to do something about it. Well, to make a long story short, my brother and my sister they let the man out. This was a very powerful visual aid to the judges. Of how this man's life was uh, so affected by whether they did the right thing or did the wrong thing. But I want to encourage you, my brothers and to my sisters, that this visual aid that this lawyer, this very ingenious lawyer used really helped us to, to understand what was going on in this man's life. Well, my brother and my sister, I hope that this uh, visual aid helps you to understand you know, what God is looking at in us and what you and I should be looking at in us and in others. See, I shared with you all some time ago how the spiritual man, the Bible says in, I think it's First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15. The spiritual man makes judgments about what? All things. The spiritual man is judging his imaginations. The spiritual man is judging his thoughts. The spiritual man is judging his, his actions, his habits. Because our God is judging all of these things. My prayer for you. My prayer for me is that if we don't stand before God on judgment and having not watched and judged all these things and then get on judgment and God have to reveal to us that he was, even though we were not watching, even though we were not judging, even though we, and God have to let us know, well, I was, let us. Judge these things and watch these things, and watch over these things now, watch over your imaginations. this is how people get go crazy. What happened? An imagination, a crazy imagination came in their mind, and they didn't cast it down like the word says, and they allowed it to grow and grow and grow, and it ended up manifesting physically. May there not be any one of you's portion. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let any imagination. Listen to me child of God. And I'm about to close. Because our time is is gone. God is holding you and I responsible. For what we let in our mind. Now. And I and Lord. In my spirit I'm asking Lord. Lord say share it with them Robert. They they need to know this. You know. uh, I've shared with many of you all. How uh, I have recently or or some time ago had a stroke and I thank God for him allowing me to uh, recover. And I'm on the road to recovery and I'm seeing God healing me greatly. But me and the Lord communicate often. And I had to ask the Lord to help me with something, because I know that our God is in charge of everything, even though he may not do a thing, anything that happens, either God did it or God allowed it. Whatever's happening in creation, God either did it himself, come on somebody, or God allowed it, because nothing can happen without God. Allowing or God's doing So I know That this stroke I even asked the Lord I said Lord did you do this to me Lord I said no I said okay so you allowed it. God said yeah yeah I allowed it. Well I had been a little upset With the Lord For allowing this Because I'm like Lord come on Now I thought I was your boy How are you going to allow allow this To happen Well you know What I asked the Lord for forgiveness for and for help with is I know that in the back of my mind. I can't spend eternity. With being upset with the Lord in my mind, I'm like, Lord, I I need your help. So what the Lord did is he spoke something in my heart that really helped me get a grasp of this situation. Lord said, Robert. And I think I shared this with you all before. He said, God said, don't focus in so much on what I have allowed to happen to you. Uh-uh. God says, you know, focus in on my response to what I have allowed to happen to you. And I want to encourage some of you under the sound of my voice. Don't focus so much on what the Lord has allowed. The Lord will allow some terrible things to happen to us. The Lord allowed terrible things to happen to Jesus. The Lord allowed terrible things to happen to Job, to happen to the apostles. God will allow some terrible things to happen to us. But thank God that's not the end of the story. The Lord allowed Jesus to die at the hands of wicked men. But that wasn't the end of the story. God raised him from the dead. God allowed the devil to bring all kinds of hardships in Job's life. But that wasn't the end of the story. God restored him and blessed him with twice as much. And I'm here to encourage you, child of God, that what God has allowed to happen in your life, in my life, as terrible, as painful, as hurtful, as disappointing as it may have been, God says, tell my people today for me, Robert. It's not, come on, children of God, the end of this story, so I want to encourage you, child of God. What you are going through right now, it's not the end of the story. You know, what you have been through, it's not the end of the story. What I'm going through right now, God said this stroke is not the end of your story, Robert. I'm like, Lord, thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Now, so children of God, you know, all things. And I keep sharing this. I got to keep sharing this with, with, with the body of Christ. All things work together for our good because we love him. I continue. I encourage you. Keep loving the Lord. Keep loving him. Just keep loving him. Keep being called according to his purpose. And that situation that you're going through, that painful situation, that hurtful situation, that disappointing situation, you will see how it works together for you're good. God bless you, children of God. May heaven continue to smile on you all. We we appreciate every one of you, and uh, we pray that the Lord has blessed you today very well. If
1: you can reach us through email at Church at gmail.com. Check out our website at https colon forward slash forward slash thadfg.wixsite.com forward slash tcccww. Feel free to join us on Talkshoe shoes, YouTube and iTunes at 9am 6pm daily. On TalkShoe, call 724 444 7444. Enter ID 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our Talks you homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen.